Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. everyone and welcome to episode 132 of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast and man it is good to be back. Now it has been quite some time since I've done a proper news episode. I know I had a episode come out um, was it last week a couple weeks ago I did a trip report with Katie so hopefully you guys all enjoyed that but uh, as most of you know I've been taking a break from the show just it was much needed and I'm, and I'm glad I did but I'm feeling re-energized and I'm ready to come back and do these news episodes with you with you guys uh, it's been quite some time the, the last time I saw I did I, I did a news episode was the December 8th was the last one that I dropped so yeah, it's been quite some time. I it just I really need the break. I I needed to step away for a while. I mean, after doing a year and a half of just like consistent episodes, I, then I added a second episode. It was yeah, it was just getting a little overwhelming. And but then I wanted to try something new and do a movie podcast called What'd You Think? Um, so I've been doing that. Uh, but yeah, now I've been kind of aching to get back into the the Disney realm and talking about the news again. So uh, before I kind of jump into the news, I want to give you just like a couple updates on uh, the programming of this show. Now, f- for now, I needed to I needed to kind of uh, adjust this podcast more to my life and kind of take back what I learned from the past year and a half and how I needed to adjust my schedule. So for the most part, for all these news episodes, I would I was always recording on Sundays. I would usually do it in the morning, um, but I found that I was really missing my weekends, and it was always it was kind of I didn't want to worry about having to record every Sunday anymore. Like I was kind of planning my life to just like, okay, uh, what am I doing on Sunday? Okay, I got to make sure I record this or I got to record then. Um, and I just, I didn't want to do that anymore. So instead of recording on Sundays, I decided I'm going to be recording the news episodes on Thursday evenings now, because most, for the most part, like during the week, it's kind of chill. Like I'll go to my, my kickboxing class or like maybe sometimes I'll see a movie on Thursdays because they usually come out these days, but more often than not, I'm not doing that as much anymore. So pretty much my Thursdays are, are free, especially late night. Like I'm, I'm still have to go to work the next day. So I, I'm a night owl, so I could stay up late anyways uh, and record it myself. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be recording the news uh, episodes on Thursday evenings now and then we'll be releasing them uh, Friday mornings to you. So you're if you're seeing this now, um, you're probably listening. It's a, it's fresh Friday morning. Um 
so yeah, so the news episodes will come out then. I'll, I'll gather up all the news that has come out on throughout the week. And if anything comes up on the, the on Friday, I'll just talk about it on the following week. Um, so yeah, that's how it's going to go. I'm also adjusting how the names of the episodes are going to be. I'm, I'm dropping, because I used to say, uh, I used to have like the week of... Uh, say January, I don't even know the date today, the January 30th, 2020. Like, I'm not going to say the date anymore. Uh, I'm just going to have like the, whatever the topic is in the title, which I usually do, but just cut out the weekly, the the week um, titles that I've had. So that's going to go out. Uh, and then you're probably wondering, uh, where's Katie? What's going on with Katie? So I've decided because I wanted to, <clears throat> I wanted to kind of revert back to how I originally started the show um, and, um, I, I wanted to keep these shows short, um, again, cause I have a lot of things happening uh, in my life, but I, st- I still want to do these episodes, but I need to do what's best, uh, for me. So I've decided I wanted to try to keep these shows, uh, 30 minutes long, uh, report the news to you guys and, and go on like, that's it. Um, and unfortunately, um, it's, it's always great having Katie and someone else on the show to always talk about the news and stuff like that. Um, but it gets it gets kind of long, and I've talked to Katie about this, and she's uh, fully on board. And uh, but I'm still gonna have her back on the shows when there's like a big topic to be uh, to be discussed. So um, I, like last year, um, I first had her; she was on the show as a cast member uh, interview, and then I had her back on because all this like Star Wars news dropped, and I just really wanted to talk to someone about like all this new Star Wars news, the the Galaxy's Edge, I mean. So I had her come on, and that's kind of how she became the co-host. Um, so when stuff like that happens, like like something huge goes on, I'm like, hey, I need to talk to someone about this. I need someone else's opinion. Uh, I'm going to have her on the show. So uh, so that is what's happening. I talked to Katie. She is fully uh, supportive of that. So Katie, thank you so much for your time over the past year and a half. And uh, I know you're going to be back on the show sometime in the future. But um, but yeah, so this is, this is what's going to work for me. To make sure that uh, I keep my my own sanity, um, because yeah, we're doing doing podcast tough is tough, especially being really consistent. Consistent, um, and I want to make sure I get the the news out to you guys and have you guys in, uh, uh, enjoy it. Uh, and yeah, I've really missed it. So uh, I know I've kept in touch with a bunch of you, uh, during my, my kind of break. Um, so I'm luckily I've still been in, I've still been in the, 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 the podcasting worlds. Uh, like I said, I, I have my new movie podcast that I do. So if you're into movies, uh, make sure you check that out. What'd you think? Uh, I'll link it in the description below so you can check that out. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's really all the updates I needed to do before we get started. So uh, why don't we just uh, yeah jump right into the episode? Um, so how this is this one is gonna work? Like I'm not gonna like backtrack to all the big news that's coming out. Like I know there are the Regal Eagle Smokehouse is coming out soon. Uh, I'm not gonna go into all the details of like the flower and art. Um, sorry, the the festival of the arts. Um, uh, at, at Epcot. I'm not going to talk about all the details for that, but I'm going to kind of begin just like how I always do. Every week, I'll just gather up the, the news and just talk about that. So that's uh, that's what I'm going to do in this episode. We have some news stories for Walt Disney World. Uh, and then one actually, before sort of recording, I was like, you know what, let me see if there's anything else that broke right before I came. And uh, some pretty cool news dropped uh, over at Disneyland. So I'm going to be talking a little bit uh, about that as well. Um, so yeah, let's get started with that. Um, 
So, of course, for the first topic today, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite, uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, over in Hollywood Studios. So, uh, it was reported last week from Disney that Fast Pass reservations for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run uh, is now available within, like, the My Disney Experience, the app, and, and desktop. So, uh, if you're visiting, or if you're planning on visit, uh, visiting on or after February 19th, uh, you are able to go into my Disney experience and uh, and go make a fast pass for it. I mean, that's awesome. I know a lot of people have already done that. Some people have trips around that time and they're already going and making their fast passes. So that's that's great. That's that's really awesome. Um, I am so happy that they're finally doing fast passes for that. I'm all on board the fast pass system and the standby line. Um, yeah, so really, uh, really pumped about that. Um, there was some, some other news that came with it was that the, the tiers are changing for, for fast passes. So as it was for, for, I don't know how long, probably since maybe last year, I, I, I think it was last year, but like all the main attractions were almost tier one. So like Slinky Dog was a tier one attraction, Toy Story Mania, Alien Soling Saucers, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower Terror, like all of those were tier one fast passes. And uh, if you're not sure what tier one means, that means you can only choose one of those attractions uh, ahead of time. And then you would have to choose uh, uh, tier two attractions. So like the Muppets or Fantasmic, like lesser, like a uh, lesser, uh, po less popular ride. So now Disney is changing it up where this is actually much better now. Uh, so tier one is now going to be the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run and then Slinky Dog Dash. And then, of course, tier two will be Toy Story Mania, Alien Swirling Saucers, Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Tower Terror, and the rest. So that's great because now you just have two options to choose from to, for tier one. You have Smuggler's Run and then Slinky Dog Dash. So it all kind of depends on like what's, I guess, what's available or maybe what's more important to you. Um, so now that kind of um, that kind of changes how planning could work because especially with how Rise of the Resistance is. So the Disney did say that Rise of the Resistance will continue to operate with the the virtual queue system that everyone knows about and uh, maybe loves. I mean, I definitely don't, um, which I kind of talked about on the last episode. Um, but um, the, the Disney did say that they may include the attraction into Fast Pass sometime in the future, which is great. Um, but for right now, they're not gonna. You're not gonna have to do that. But the 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 one time, the the one thing that they did announce about um, the Rise of the Resistance attraction is that. With the boarding groups, you know, if you're not familiar, you're going to have to get to the park super early before park opening, uh, and then you have to get a boarding pass, uh, and then you're going to have to wait. Um, you have, like, if you, once your boarding group gets called, whatever time of the day that is, you have to wait two hours. So now Disney says that their their time for the boarding group will either be one hour uh they they have one hour to arrive at the location or two hours to arrive at the attraction so it all depends i guess however i, I don't know what makes them decide like how like how long you have to get to the attraction i guess it depends on how quick the boarding groups are going through um, but yeah, you have either one or two hours to arrive at the attraction and Disney will let you know once your boarding group is called. So I know a lot of people like leave Hollywood studios 
um uh to go on uh like they they they'll go hop somewhere else they'll go to like epcot or they'll go to like a close resort the like the boardwalk or something um and they 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 kind of come back and they 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 yeah they come back and and do that um but i guess maybe they're trying to deter people from doing that so like hey like if you leave you have an hour to get back to the traction you can't get on like maybe that helps the queues get through faster or something i, I mean that's just what my assumption um so yeah you're just gonna have to be careful now if you do get a boarding group and you decide to leave because you might only have one hour to get back to the attraction if you're late i don't know how convenient it's been to get back to the attraction um hopefully it's okay i i, I i'm not really sure there so um but yeah so rise of the resistance is still doing the virtual queue the the tier systems are changing and smugglers run is now getting a fast pass starting february 9th um, so that probably changes like your your plan for the day because everyone has to go into the Hollywood Studios with a plan now, uh, and this is uh, this is like what not uh, uh, like I'm not on board for the whole Rise of the Resistance uh, opening up early, and uh, I actually put a up a poll on my Instagram story today just because I wanted to see how people felt about this. So I asked the question, what would you pr uh, what would your what would be your preferred choice to ride Star Wars Rise of the Resistance? Virtual uh, queue boarding pass or fast, uh, fast pass and standby line. So you you guys already know uh, I'm on the fast pass and standby line, but I, I polled and 60% of people said they like the virtual queue and boarding pass option. Uh, and 40% of course said they like the fast pass and standby line, uh, standby line option. So I found that pretty interesting. I thought more people would be on the side of me, but I guess, uh, I guess not. Um, I'm curious if, uh, maybe some of the people voted know that they have to like wake up super early to get onto the attraction. Who knows? Um, but this is to, to me that like I was thinking about with the new tiers with rise of the resistance, I feel like my game plan for Hollywood Studios would be this. Maybe you want to follow it, but this is what I would do. Um, so I would get to Hollywood Studios as soon, like as early as I can, whenever the the park time uh, opens. Whenever it opens, I would get there at least like an hour beforehand so I can get into the park and then wait for it to open so I can get the boarding pass. Um, once I get a boarding pass, um, or actually as I'm as I enter the park, I would go to either Toy Story Mania or towards Millennium Falcon because you're gonna have a hopefully you'll have a fast pass for one of them so say like say I had a fast pass for slinky dog okay well I'm not gonna go to the slinky dog section I'm gonna walk closer to smugglers run so as I'm as the park opens I'm going to get my boarding pass as I'm walking to Millennium Falcon uh, I'll go ride Millennium Falcon in the morning that'll be the first thing that I ride and then cool I'll have my boarding pass all set to go for Rise of the Resistance. So that's that would be my game plan. Then, of course, later in the day, you'll ride uh, Slinky Dog later on. Or vice versa, you go, as you're getting a boarding pass, you go get Slinky Dog, and then you'll have your Smugglers Run Fast Pass later. So I think that's how I would kind of do it. Um, just how, how, how I would do the morning, because hopefully you'll have Millennium Falcon or Slinky Dog. So um, that's, yeah, that's kind of how kind of how I would do. And also... Park hours are always changing with Hollywood Studios. Um, it's the the what I've been what I've looked up is uh, it seems like 
they're moving now to like the extra magic hours that are going to be in the evenings for Hollywood Studios. Usually they were always in the morning so people can get early, uh, get in earlier. But lately there's been a lot of like downtime for Rise of the Resistance because this is it's so immersive. Uh, so immersive. There's just been yeah, a lot of downtime. Uh, I think like last week it was reported that it was down for seven hours, which is that's a lot. And the next day wasn't that much better. Um, but yeah, so instead of doing early morning magic hours, they've been doing the evening extra magic hours. So I see like the park will close at eight. It'll be like from eight to 10 or 8.30 to 10.30. So just keep an eye on that. Um, and then I also see in March uh, that park openings uh, for Hollywood Studios is at 9 a.m. So right now I think they're doing like 7 a.m. And then February is going to be 8 a.m. And then March is going to nine. So they are going a bit later, but... Disney has been changing a lot, so if you're going in the next few weeks, just really keep an eye out uh, on the times for Hollywood Studios, because it's always changing. You never know what's happening there. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of what's the, the state right now of Hollywood Studios. I might have more news about it uh, next week, but that this is kind of what's happening with Hollywood Studios. There's so much craziness happening. I honestly like don't have. I might have said this on Kate on Katie's trip report when we were talking about it. I can't remember. I apologize. If I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But I, I feel like I just don't have a desire to go to Walt Disney World until the until um, Rise of the Resistance has a fast pass in place. Um, I I just I don't want to have to sacrifice getting up early uh, and it's just kind of getting there and like the rush of things it's just it's not something i want to do but if the park openings stay later then okay that's a little bit better like if i can get up at like like seven o'clock and then leave the 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 like the resort by like 7 30 and then get to hopefully hollywood studios by eight get in there early like that's a little bit better but I, like i don't want to get up on my vacation at like 5 30 4 like 4 or 5 5 30 whatever like i don't want to get up that early for my vacation but all right, well, that's just me. We've spent a lot of time on this new topic. So, yeah, to recap, uh, Smuggler's Run, Fast Pass. You can get a Fast Pass starting February 19th. Uh, the tiers have changed. Millennium Falcon and Slinky Dog are Tier 1. Uh, and then Rise of, the uh, Rise of the Resistant is saying the same as the virtual queue system, but it has the caveat of you will get one or two hours to arrive at the location or at the attraction, I mean. So, yeah, that is the news for Millennium Falcon uh, and the Fast Pass system going on over there. So, uh, all right. So, the next thing is, this is just, yeah, some quick news. Um, so, on January 17th is when those three new uh, shows began over in Epcot. Uh, and that was actually the same day that the Epcot International Fest of the Art began. Uh, but the Awesome Planet show opened up in the Land Pavilion, and that shows Earth's beauty and diversity in a 10-minute film featuring spectacular imagery in theater effects and an awesome musical score by Academy Award-winning composer Stephen Price. Uh, Stephen Price did, he won this, the Oscar for Gravity, which is just a fantastic score. So I am really excited to check this out. Like if next time I go to Disney World, I am pumped to just to check this one out. I am barely excited for that. So that debuted, I actually haven't heard like re or read any reviews on it. So I don't know if it's good. I mean, I hope it is. It sounds pretty awesome. So, uh, but yeah, so Awesome Planet is now open in the Land Pavilion. Uh, and then Beauty and the Beast Sing Along is now opened up in the France Pavilion. Uh, and that is um, 
Yeah, that advice gets to participate in a twist on a tale as old as oldest time. Uh, it has narration from Angela Lansbury, who of course played Mrs. Potts in the original film. Uh, and don't worry, impressions of France did not disappear, but that is in rotation with the new sing-along. So Impressions to France also got a 4K, uh, an upgrade to a 4K projection. So it looks like uh, fresh and clean. Uh, it looks brand new. So make sure if you're a fan of Impressions to France, you might want to check out that new 4K projection. So that's pretty cool. I've actually never seen, I love the music for Impressions to France. I've actually just, I've never seen it. Um, I actually did want to watch it last time I was there, but we just, yeah, we never did it. I wish I kind of took the time and, and did that, but uh, I didn't. So, uh, and then what else we got? Oh yeah, and then over in the Canada Pavilion, there is the Canada Far and Wide in Circle Vision 3D. So that was an um, sorry, not 3D, 360. Um, so that was an update to the previous O Canada film. There's brand new scenes, a new musical uh, musical score by Canadian composer Andrew Lockington, and of course a new narration by award-winning actors Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. And uh, I believe both of them are starring in the Netflix uh, show Shit's Creek. I believe that is the the show that they are starring in right now. Uh, but yeah, I believe yeah. I know Eugene Levy is. He is one of the creators with his um, son. But I believe, yeah, I believe Catherine Harris stars in that as well. So, um, so yeah, so that is opening up right uh, there. That is open. All, all three of them are open now over at Epcot. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because we've been talking about those since last year. Uh, since I feel like since the beginning of the podcast, that is uh, that has always been a topic. So, yeah, those are officially open now. Um, so let's see what else we got here. So the next topic is, so, um, back in November, we, we, I talked about a story about how, uh, there was the debut of magic band slap bracelets. Um, so these were just a new type of magic band. Uh, if you don't remember with slap bracelets, like you kind of just, you can put them on your wrist, like you put it towards your wrist and like flick it onto it and it slaps around like your wrist and it doesn't connect to anything like that. Um, and then on top of it, there were like these hockey pucks that, uh, that are interchangeable. There are these like little icon slider or sliders. So that means like the, you can pull them off the magic band and add something else. So that means like you could add your, your Apple watch to one of these things if you really wanted to, like if you wanted to use it for your, for personal use at home, you could use that. Um, but what happened was they, they debuted in early November, but they were actually pulled from the stores about like two weeks later. Um, and they were pulled because there was issues with the RFI, uh, RFID chips um, within the, the Mickey Mouse uh, pucks, uh, which of course connect to um, uh, the My Disney Experience. So apparently it was, it was causing some issues for guests to actually connect to their My Disney Experience accounts with those pucks. So yeah, unfortunately they just weren't working properly. Um, but they're, they're back. They're officially back now. They, they are currently on shopnizzy.com. Uh, they have a bunch, uh, I think they have five. It looks like they have five different ones right now. There's a Mickey and Mouse, Mickey Mouse and friends band. Uh, there's an orange bird one, a stitch one, a figment one, and an Olaf one. So the Olaf one is $29.99 and the other ones uh, are $24.99. Uh, and they're pretty cool. The the interchangeable like bands on top, they're they're silicone rubber and they're these like cool raised designs. Like the Figment one, uh, it had the, the 
the little band thing has ears flopping out. Uh, Stitch has, I believe Stitch has ears as well. Um, Olaf is like this pretty cool, uh, like snowflake star, which is probably why it's a little bit more. Um, but yeah, definitely check these out. These are the Magic Band Slap Bracelets. So if you don't want like a regular Magic Band, yeah, you can go on shopthezy.com and buy one of those right now. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that one. And speaking of, not Shop Disney, but of course, uh, the Walt Disney World website, which is uh, such a frustration to a lot of people, especially me. It's so slow, but sometimes it's not easy to, uh, easy to navigate the, the, like the Disney World website, especially when planning your vacation. There's just way too much going on. So what Disney World did, uh, what, uh, what Disney did, they added a brand new feature to the Walt Disney World website to help guests uh, navigate each of those things. So they launched this new feature called Co-Browse. Now, this gives guests the option to uh, share their screen with cast members uh, from whatever like the guest is seeing on their web browser. Um, so if the, if the guest is speaking to a customer on the phone or if they're speaking to them in a chat, uh, they can use they can have the option to use co-browse so like those cast members can directly see what like you're trying to do on your computer um, so it, it utilizes uh, cast members to um, it allows cast members to utilize the Walt Disney World website as they are unable to access or view any of the files that the guests may have on their device or what guests might be typing so they, they can't see anything else that you're doing that it's just the the website itself um, and of course, if you're like um, uncomfortable at any moment, guests can terminate the co-browse session at any time. Um, but should you want to do it, like guests will be given a code to access co-browse and, and then that will pair the cast member's computer to the guest's device. So yeah, this tool is just pretty much easier to, uh, it's, it's to make it easier for the guests to, um, uh, just use the website. I mean, the website is always changing, um. Maybe it'll help the West, uh, the guests find answers to questions that the that are just much quicker than they're they're used to. So I think yeah, I think this is like a, a great tool. Um, I, planning a Disney vacation is definitely not easy, and I, I think this is a this is good to, good tool. I mean, this a lot of companies do this sometimes. Like, hey, you just can't, uh, you, you just don't know what you're doing. You need help and. Yeah, I think this is a good tool to have. Um, so I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts on this co-browse option, if maybe you'll use it in the future. Uh, but yeah, kind of fascinating. So yeah, so that was a cool thing that the Walt Disney World website is adding. Um, all right, so we got one more quick Disney World story, then we're going to head on over to Disneyland. Um, now, uh, the, the character dining... So character dining is always super expensive. Uh, I have a character dining. Uh, I, I, well, unfortunately, when I booked a, because I told you on the last trip, I'm going on a trip to Alani, and I was going to do a buffet option for dinner, and they said, like, sometimes it's a character dining, sometimes it's not. If it is a character dining, it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, and when I booked it, it wasn't, but apparently now it is now, so it's a little bit more expensive. So I was like, ah, oh, man, okay. Well, as you know, character dining is not cheap. Like it's definitely the most, it's some of the most expensive uh, options to eat on Disney World property. Um, like I think, uh, like I looked up earlier, Chef Mickey's dinner right now for adults are like $60. For kids, I think it was like $40 if I remember. Kids, are, I think it's between three and nine. 
So the prices only increased uh, by a dollar for adults and then three to four dollars per child. Um, so if you're on the dining plan, great. That's awesome. Like I think if you're on the dining plan, using a character breakfast for your dining credits is a really great option. But if you're not, you're just going to have to pay a little bit more out of pocket. So prices are always going up at Disney. But unfortunately, yeah, for character dining, we saw a lot uh, went up. So that includes like Crystal Palace, Garden Grill, Acker Shoes. Tusker House, Cape May Cafe, 1900 Park Fair, Ahana, Chef Mickey's. It's it's happening a lot. So um, it's just a, a normal thing. But yeah, just uh, just beware that next time if you go and you're paying out of pocket for a character dining experience, it's uh, going to be a little bit more. So uh, that's all I really had to report there. Just the slight increases for character dining, which I know everyone... Uh, everyone uh, everyone just loves a nice price increase over at Disney. So, um, all right. So that is actually all the Walt Disney World news. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things going at Walt Disney World, but to me, those were like the five most, um, most important things that I think happened this past week and in the past like week and a half, maybe. Um, so well, I wanted to share that with you. Uh, I mean, maybe the only other thing I have to discuss is that, man, Epcot is just, uh, it is just. A, a madhouse right now i mean there's so much construction going on uh in the middle of uh of a future world it's just it's it's crazy with all this construction but that's good because we're gonna get a lot of good stuff later on because remember a few weeks few years ago with all the construction that was happening at hollywood studios it was it was it was not great but soon epcot will be uh, nice and cool in a few years so very excited for that uh, but yeah, okay, so that is all we have for Walt Disney World today. Now, this next story, like, just broke a couple hours ago. I added this in right before the news started, and it's actually pretty cool. So this is uh, about the new Avenger Campus that is coming to Disney's California Adventure Park over in uh, the Disneyland Resort. So they announced that... Uh, so as we know, before I get to what they announced, before we we do know that uh, Spider Man is going to be the main attraction over here. So there is there's a new attraction coming up um, that you're you'll be able to uh, kind of sling your webs alongside Spider Man himself. Like there's this area called uh, Web, also known as the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, and that's going to have the attraction in the land. Um, so he's going to be part of the big attraction there. But what they announced today was that you'll be able to actually see Spider-Man like swing throughout the rooftops, uh, like throughout the day. Like you're going to be actually, you're, you'll be able to see him during the day flying around. So, uh, what they announced was they actually, there's a little video to this that Disney put out. Um, but what they announced on Twitter is that there's a, the, what they're calling Stuntronics or stunt Stuntronics. Um, so pretty much, it's a new robotic figure developed by the Disney Imagineers. Uh, it performs extreme aerial maneuvers, 60 feet in the air, making real-time decisions for when to tuck, turn, and stick the perfect landing. So, I actually remember seeing this, seeing videos of this a while ago without the Spider-Man costume on, but I love like these robots flying in the air, and I don't think people really knew what they were going to be used for at the time. Um, but now we know that it's actually going to, you're going to see Spider-Man flying through the air with the, with this like robot figure, which is 
pretty awesome. I mean, the the video it doesn't give you a realistic look at like like it flying through the rooftops, but it's it's pretty neat. It, it looks pretty awesome. So uh, that's actually going to be opening up. Um, uh, actually, let's see. Oh no, it's going to be of course be opening up when the Avengers campus opens up this summer. So yeah, it's the, the campus is opening up later this summer, 2020, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to see that. So that is pretty cool. So I would definitely check out the website that Disney put out for that. Uh, and yeah, just a reminder, some of the other things that are coming to Avengers Campus. So like I said, there's going to be the worldwide uh, engineering brigade, uh, brigade known as Web. And that's going to have the Spider-Man attraction. Then there's PIM Test Kitchen, which is an all-new eatery where PIM technology researchers are using Ant-Man and the Wasp's wasp growing and shrinking technology to create super-sized and small, super-sized and super-small foods. So that is really exciting there. Uh, and then there will also be heroic encounters throughout the campus where you can team up with some of your favorite superheroes, including Spider-Man, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, uh, Thor, Loki, Iron Man, and the, for the first time, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, uh, and then, yeah, so that is it. And then, of course, this is, again, like I said, it's opening up summer 2020. So super exciting for that. Um, so yeah, that was the news that was just broke. I mean, that's really cool that the Imagineerings are going to be able to see Spider-Man actually swinging around. So I can't wait to see this thing in like just live, like actually go check this thing out. Because um, yeah, the video is just like the figure swinging in the air, but like it looks like they were filming it at night. So the, the background is just all, it's like the night sky. So like you can't get really good feel of him swinging around the building and stuff, but it looks pretty cool. So just, uh, yeah, another cool engineering feat that the Imagineers did. So, um, all right. Well, that is that is all the news, guys. Um, I I feel after after going through this, I feel like I talked through everything super fast. Uh, I'm going to have to maybe slow myself down the next year, but or next year, next episode. Uh, but if you if you didn't think I was going too fast, uh, just let me know. That's that's fine. But I, I think I'll have to try to slow down next time. But I, I think it's just mostly because I'm just really excited to be back and doing the news for you guys and getting exciting, uh, getting excited about a possible Disney trip in the future. Um, there's also a possibility that uh, I might be in a conference in California in October, so maybe I'll be able to check out the Avengers Campus. Who knows? It's like a big if right now. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do it, but uh, maybe I'll cross my fingers there. So, uh, Anyway, so yeah, that is it for this episode. We'll be back uh, next Friday with another episode. Uh, and if you're wondering if I was going to be doing more cast member interviews for right now, um, I'm probably not going to do it because I want to make sure that like I can I, I could just do these episodes and not have to worry too much about other things. Um, I, yeah, I, well, in the future, I definitely want to. I want special episodes. I know probably like maybe next week or in two weeks, uh, I'm going to have a trip report from CJ because uh, if you remember CJ from the Mandalorian episodes, um, she is she's just uh, gonna be coming back from walt disney world so she's gonna be talking about her trip report there um but yeah i want to see if i can maybe get some special pe uh, some people in the future for cast member interviews so uh we'll see what happens there um all right well anyways that is gonna wrap it up for this episode 
Um, make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, guys, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, and make sure you're checking out our website at excesspresspodcast.com where you can find all the latest episodes over there. Uh, and if you're not following me on social media, please do so. You can do that at excesspresspodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and if you want, shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions over there. Uh, and also, uh, hey, if you want to support my other podcast that I do, it is called What'd You Think? Uh, it is also um, on all uh, all podcast platforms, uh, and I'll have a link in the description for that. Uh, yeah, if you want to check out that show. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.